Brown Boys Talk Toys. What's up, everybody? It's another episode of Two Brown Boys Talk Toys. I'm we are your host. I'm Darren. He is Joe Horton. How's everything going? Uh, and I think this is our first podcast of the year. I know we did the end of the year podcast, like in late right. December, early January, but this is our official first podcast of 2019. So happy new year, even though it's late to all our listeners. So that's the first order of business. And as usual, we'll get started. It's been a while, but give us some high levels of what you've got in the past. Uh, man, it's crazy. So I was like sick, went on vacation, came back, was sick for two weeks, like the last two days the first two days I've really been feeling well. So I haven't really opened everything yet. I just got a bunch of boxes. But, like, there's the Tarns in there, uh, the Flames Toys Tarn. Oh, you got them? Yeah, I got him. Um, he's there. Uh, who else? Uh, Mezco, like the Justice League Armored Batman, uh, Dark Side, Mezco exclusive Popeye. And then I got the... Uh, whatchamacallit, um, they're called Mega Blocks, and they're similar to Legos, and they license, like, a bunch of different stuff, really cool stuff, and they're licensing uh, Masters of the Universe, which is He-Man and all those guys. So I picked up, um, they just released a five-pack, and the little guys are small, they're like Lego minifig size, maybe a little bit bigger. But I picked up Evil Lynn and Men at Arms, and then in one of those boxes I'm waiting on is a five-pack that has, like, Faker, uh, He-Man, Skeletor, uh, Beastman, and someone else. And um, I can't remember what their little jet is called, the little thing, the, the little Wind Rider. Wind Raider? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And I got, okay, and I got one of those in that box. I was so happy about that. I got those for 40 bucks. okay? Someone must have had a good deal or something. I got them for 40 bucks shipped. Those things are both nineteen ninety nine each at the store. Yeah. It's like I've seen them at the store, but I bought them off eBay because I got them for forty flat, and so I was really happy about that. Um, and I can't remember. And then today, I went and pre ordered a few things. Um, do you want to talk pre orders now or talk those later? We can talk them now. Um, Mega Blocks is doing a Castle Grayskull. And so I pre-ordered the Castle Grayskull. Is, is that like, three and three quarters? Oh, is that for three and no, three quarters? It's He-Man size. Oh, excuse me, it's Lego size. Oh, okay, 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 okay. But it's big, dude. It's it's awesome. It's two hundred. It's two forty nine ninety nine. It's two hundred fifty bucks. The pre-order to pre-order it was fifty dollars. Um, and this is at GameStop. I pre-ordered my uh, whatever toys I can at GameStop. Um, you know, that, like I pre-ordered the Lord Zed. There's going to be a Lord Zed, a Goldar. Which I'll bring this up later, and a Hellboy, and one other figure. I, uh, but uh, I'm trying to think of the other figure I did. But yeah, that's that's what I got there, and that's what I'm got now. I'm waiting. Oh, I also bought. Um, so there, Mini Plot Bandai Mini Plot is a model kit uh, company, uh, a side shoot of Bandai that produces model kits, and they produced really cool ones. They produced one I really loved, which is the Mind Morphin Power Rangers. They did the Megazord and the Dragonzord. Uh, they originally s- sold for like, the Megazord was forty four ninety nine and the Megazord was fifty nine ninety nine, And they sold out fairly quickly. They have all the same articulation as a Soul Chico configure. So the, they're awesome model kits. And so I just bought my third one. Um, I have one set, like one set of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers swords and Dragonzord just in sword mode. So, you know, it's all six of them. And then I have one version where they're all put together in the super armor with, uh, sitting on the back of Titanus. The one that I'm missing, and I have a regular Bandai Megazord that's non-transformable, but he's just metal Megazord that's highly articulated. So I'm missing it was the mighty, uh, the Dragonzord version, you know, when he links up with the Rangers. So I got another two sets of those so I can do that. So that Mighty Morphin Power Ranger display can be finished. Um. Yeah, I mean, that's what I, I think so far. <laughs> How about yourself? Uh, I got a, I don't know, I got Planet X Optimus. I don't know if we talked about that. I got that. I got um the Generations War for Cybertron Bumblebee come doing a little um game shelf, the Transformers to fall on War for Cybertron game shelf. So I got those two in. I got... Game shelf? Yeah, for like Transformers. Like, um, because that was actually... 
probably another um, topic, but that was actually what got me back into like Transformers because kind of Michael Bay movies it turned me off. With Orbit, War for Cybertron. Yeah, the War for Cybertron, Fall of Cybertron, that combo. Oh, the game. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So like Planet X does all the game figures, but they didn't do a Bumblebee. So I got their Prime. I got the Bumblebee, and I, I, we'll get, I'll get to my pre-orders in a minute. I got Hollywood Hulk Hogan um, in my for my NW for my WCW slash NWA cabinet. I um, I got Kevin Nash, Scott Hall should be here any day. So I'm NWA just NWA or NWO. Well, in the, it, before WCW it was NWA, like the actual. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yep, I'm tracking that now. Gotcha. Yeah, so when they when it was Rick Flair was the NWA. Long time. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so when I first got into it, it was NWA. I think I was like uh, either I was between tw- ten and thirteen when they converted to WCW. I don't know the exact right. year, but um, so my first memories are from the NWA. So I know there's confusion because they're the NWO, but I I got all of them in that in one cabinet or one display, and so like I got like the Ric Flair era, the um Sting era, and then the NWO era kind of, and that'd be like my homage to the WCW. I guess so. I got I got Hogan in. I got Nash in, and a lot of my wrestling stuff is just hodgepodge. It's either they're either like Jacks or Elite, or a lot. I do a lot of customs with those. So I'm a. I actually got a um, Bear Window man. I'm gonna do a Dutch Mantel. Um, I think y'all may know him, as Uncle Zeb in WWE, but he used to wrestle locally or whatever. So I'm gonna do a custom him. Um, I got some parts for that. I got uh Iron Factory IDW Megatron. I got, I got another wrestling figure. I forget which one. Oh, Andre the Giant, and I bought a Roman Reigns today just for the um wrestling um for the championship belt because all my figures have a championship belt. <laughs> okay. And so, and I bought some clothes from um Ralph's Figure Clothing to kind of um, I bought something for Kevin Nash. I bought something for Sting and something for Barry Wyndham. And oh, I think I, I got Zeta Torch Chronos. I don't know if we talked about that. Uh, I, I just know we didn't because he wasn't in. So I got him and I combined him. And I did a YouTube video. We talked about that on on, on offline about you know his quality in Silverboat. How they how you know Zeta's taking his parts from and thing too far. Speaking of parts from that leads to my pre order. I got um, Mastermind Creations, the Arcula Max, their Vortex for their Bruticus. And so the whole gimmick with this guy is that there is no parts for him. Like all the hand, everything is built into the actual bot. So like the hand is built in the vortex and on slot. I mean, yeah, blast who's off. that? Who's that? Mastermind Creations, the Oculus Max. Oh, wow, um, that's crazy. Yes, yeah, so I just pre-ordered him. I pre-ordered. Oh, I also got an um, Iron Factory IDW Torn Legend Scale. So that it's actually a really good figure. So I pre-ordered um, the other um, DJD members. And do do do. That's pretty much it. I think I pre-ordered Star Saber on Flames Tour, so that's pretty much it. I'm debating on whether I'm gonna get a Lord Beerus and a Weiss for Dragon Ball Z because I got a Vegeta, so I'm debating on what what I'm I'm debating on pulling the trigger on that. It's either that or like a custom wrestling figure. So, Let's see. but um, that's pretty much it. It's a decent haul. So it's been only one thing we could talk about right now, right? Like it's been the whole weekend. Right. It's Toy Fair. Everybody. Any other news that we could have talked about would be old, old news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we waited. We head off and we want to talk Toy Fair. And so let's start. What were your thoughts on this Toy Fair? Do you think it was good, bad, or what? Oh, uh, I think it was good. I saw quite a few things that made me happy that I'm excited for. Um, yeah, all around, I think it was great. And then uh, the Mezco exclusive toy fair were two figures I didn't really care for. So that makes me even happier. So I don't have to go hunt down an exclusive, but it, I, I'm, I'm kind of bummed at the same time. So the two exclusives, someone put up the, um, whatchamacallit, there was one that was up for three forty nine buy it now and another one for four fifty buy it now. And I looked at it, I was like, nah, you know, I'm not going to mess with it because they're going to release another type of Gomez, like their, um, their mascot. And I was like, nah, and they sold within once the 349 one sold in a couple minutes, and then the people start bidding on the 450 one with the buy it now. And then that was up at like fifteen hundred dollars now. So let me ask you this. You only get those by being because Toy Fair is a press only type event, right? Like right. You, it's the industry yeah, only it's event. Given. Those are given to you as a gift. Yeah. Cause yeah, you can't buy them. 
You know, so I saw Mexico. Um, they have a contest. I think we both entered. Yeah, you know, so I saw that. Hopefully, Thank we you. win or whatever. Who knows? I know, right? Yeah, but um, but so much good stuff, and then some bad stuff that kind of bummed me out too. Like when things like there's a soul like Chigokin Voltron, they're reissuing it. So that kind of bums me out. Like I hate when people reissue stuff, especially if I if I was one of the ones that got in. You know, like I usually I support stuff when it first comes out. Cause yeah, because the price on that on eBay was a thousand dollars. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. So they're re-releasing him, and then um, now was he the normal size? Because he looked like a bigger size from the pictures I saw. Shigoku. He looked. Yeah, the Soldier Shigoku. He looked like a bigger size. I mean, he's a good size, but I'm not sure what you mean by bigger. He looked bigger than the original. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I don't know. No, I, uh, I don't know. In the picture I looked at, he he looked bigger than the original. Size. Yeah. He's like a, you know eleven eight inches tall or something yeah yeah but the other cool thing is they're releasing the vehicle Ultron so I thought that was pretty cool I like that too I had that as a kid I had yeah I didn't have the line I had like one or two lines as a kid huh my cousins had them I got to play with theirs sometimes yeah. my parents would never get me that stuff I had one or two of the lines as a kid but I did have all the vehicle because the vehicle came in like a play set like in a whole you basically bought the whole set and like the lines, at least in my local provider, you had to basically buy them one at a time, and it was always one out or whatever. So, right. Um, I thought that what stood out to me, actually, I say that for later because we're gonna talk about what companies or what brands stood out. But I think it also dropped around the same time Hasbro Pulse was talk- Hasbro Pulse was talking about their premium service, and just in general news, in news in general, I thought Mezco, the Gomez figure, I thought the exclusive were kind of. Uh, Take them or leave them or whatever. But. Yeah, but see, that's what I, that's the way to me an exclusive should be of that caliber. It should be like something that most people aren't really hunting for. It should only be something that you really like, really, really want for that figure. You know? Completely agree. Like, Completely agree. So it's a good. I, I was really pleased with those exclusives because I thought it was going to be like an all blacked out Batman or something like that. You know, and that's something I'd want to really get. You know, that's going to be $1,500, $2,000, something like that. So that's a shitty Mezco exclusive. You know, these ones are... Release blend. So I'm sure the print go line too. So yeah, they're not going to do that. So, yeah. Well, I mean, Gomez is their mascot, so it makes sense or whatever. Like, that's right. actually the perfect candidate for... Uh, exclusive, even though they haven't, they have a court following, so it's just interesting how much it got driven up. What stood out to me, or what I liked, I think Hasbro, um, Marvel Legends, I think Marvel Legends is killing it. And I know, yeah, there's some good stuff they showed, yeah, like that Hydro Man, that Cannonball, and it, that Cannonball was interesting because they only have one half of the figure, that's an, and the rest of it was on um, translucent plastic, right? Which I think is smart, it's just. I wonder. I wonder if they're gonna give him legs. Is that all? Is are legs or bottom half gonna be an accessory, or is it just gonna be like that? Basically, like you know, him blasting off. Not sure to figure, and he'll have a bottom set. Yeah, he looked good. Spider Man, Hydro Man looked good. Of course, for me, that Colossus looks perfect. Um, The Colossus is on point. I love. There's two things that Marvel Legends like: the Wolverine versus Hulk two pack. Do you see that? It's like first appearance Wolverine. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, that looks awesome. And then I'm really excited for the Grandmaster and Korg. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Because I love, I my Marvel Legends shelf, I have a few different Marvel Legends collections, but that's, I love my movie shelf. And so I'm really excited for those two. Yeah. Um, what else? I thought the Magneto, I thought that was a timely, like, the, um, basically that Magneto family, um, House of M family, him quick yeah, still. I thought bad. that was pretty cool. I thought the scorpion looked good. Like it seemed like on some of their figures they went. His tail is fourteen inches long and it's bendable. And bendable, yeah. But I, that didn't stand out to me. What stood out to me, and the same thing with Colossus, was that they were using metallic paint, like kind of like a real shiny metallic paint on some of these. I thought that was amazing. I think that's really good or whatever. So like, it seems like they give a damn about Marvel Legends. It seems like Hasbro, that whole crew, is trying to please the collector. Like you can't like. Right, wrong, and different. I know they get flack for some of their figures, but I do think that they are trying to please collectors, which is more than we can say for you know other brands and stuff like that. So, 
I thought my starter show was Super Seven. I thought that Masters of the Yes. That, Masters of the Universe. The Masters of the Universe, the cinematic looked great. The, they got a Snake shit Mountain. Snake Mountain. They got a shit ton of three and three quarter stuff coming out. They got a ton of three and three quarter stuff Are coming you out. Are gonna get it? The Masters of the Universe classics? I might. I might. I, the movie stuff looked better though. That, line, man. that movie stuff looked amazing to me. But that movie stuff. Oh my gosh! I couldn't. I saw that. I got so excited. Like this is Super Seven killed it. Like they're they're gonna bring me back. I had I was in classics from the very beginning of the old stuff, and I was with it all the way through with Mattel. Um, so for them to like show something like that to bring me back in is awesome. I'm really excited for it. So they were in. I was out. They were in. Well, let's. I'm gonna talk about them in totality. So, yeah. like, they're um Masters of the Universe, the movie and the normal one. They the three and three quarter stuff. They rented out. I mean, they got licenses to some iconic movies like Breaking, Teen Wolf. They got three and three quarter Transformer stuff coming out. I think they got Soundwave, Megatron, Optimus, and Bumblebee. That's what they that they show on um, Resins of those. What I loved that they also showed was the um, Toxic Avenger. They had the Toxic in Avenger that style. Yep. Conan the Barbarian, yep. like oh my gosh, it's so awesome! And then there's some type of rumor. They said not rumor. They said they got Ninja Turtles, and they said the Ninja Turtles are going to be in after the classics figures. I don't know what that means. If they're doing the classics, like bringing some type of turtles, or, or you know, or they're going to be like turtles that look like Motu figures, like have Motu bucks. I don't know, but they got the turtles. They said they. It looks like they got a ton of licenses. Cause they got, I'm forgetting some more stuff they got, but they got a ton. They got a lot of move. They got a lot of movie licenses. I remember the team with. I remember the breaking. They had another '80s movie. Was it the Goonies? They they have a ton of licenses stuff, and right. I, I I was just amazing. They even have like three and three quarter. Like um, I know they have like Legends of Sports. Like they have like a Jackie Robinson coming out. They have a um, um. They have um, some more, um, I think a Michael Jordan three and three quarter coming out. Like they, it's like whatever you're into, they got you covered in some, at least in three and three quarter size. But the stuff looked amazing. Their breath, the breath of things they had kind of like shocked me. Like, I, you know, you get, for me, we follow so many kind of niche companies. I think that their breath kind of shocked me of how much stuff they had from different properties. And I thought that I really thought they were the winner of the show for me. They, that's who I'm looking at from now on. Honestly. Awesome, man. I really hope you do get into another line. I really do. Yeah. Um, is I, that it? Are you done? Is, did you see, so, since you're a big fan of War for Cybertron, did you see that Netflix is going to have War for Cybertron series? Yes. I'm excited with a caveat. So me and my buddy joke. Me and my buddy joke about this all the time. It's like Netflix get all the B list actors, writers, or whatever, and just give them a show just to say they have content. So like that, my I hope they get a a good crew to make this. Or who? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think they will. Yeah, because like I've, yeah, you can go deep down this Netflix hole and you can see some really bad writing, really bad acting, special stuff they do in house. So I don't know if it'll be an in-house thing, but it, I'm very excited. It's just I want to see who the who the team is who sets this up or whatever. I really would like them to go back and pull some of the um from the video games, like the writing, the staff who kind of consult with the staff who created that world in the video games. Cause I thought for what limited time and space they had, I thought they did a decent job. I think that that world can be expounded up on in such a nice way. Like if they got some of those guys and some of IDW people, I think they could make an amazing, you know. Amazing world. What'd you think of Hasbro? Like with the Star Wars trying to re they didn't have that much black series, but they reintroducing the Kenner stuff, I think. Um, There's a couple cool things that they showed off. Uh like the was it twentieth or twentieth anniversary or thirtieth anniversary of episode one or something like that. And there's some cool figures they're gonna have at Disney uh Discon or whatever it's called or D twenty three. Um so yeah, I'm excited for like that. Um, I'm Storm Collectibles. They showed off some stuff I was really excited for. The Saget looked great. The Saget looks awesome. The Guile looks awesome. Uh, Injustice 2, they showed off Bane, Darkseid, and Lobo. The Bane looks a little bit too much to me. 
I mean, maybe that's how some people want the Bane, or maybe that's how, you know, I, I, I have Injustice 2, I haven't played it. Uh, but yeah, Bane, the Storm Collector's Bane just looks crazy. But my line that I love, like, buy stuff from, is uh, the Mortal Kombat line. They showed off Cyrax, Smoke, like, Robotic Smoke, and Baraka. I'm also excited for the Lobo. Like, regardless for the Injustice 2, like, I'm at least going to pick up that Lobo. Did you like that Lobo? I thought he looked too bulky. I want, I want, I like my Lobo a little slim or whatever. But yeah, I mean, it's just, it's really tough. They've always Lobo's always been kind of like a big dude. Yeah. Um, he's like what Sarzian, Sarzian. Uh, yeah. But like his Zarnian. He was a Zarnian. There you go. He was a build a figure. Um, and he was a he's a bit. Or he excuse me, I take that back. He was not a build a figure. He was a San Diego Comic Con exclusive. Like I'm looking at him right now. He was just a big ass guy. Multiverse just released the, a new wave that he is the build a figure of, and he's smaller. He he fits. He's smaller and fits in, I guess, better. Uh, he scales better. Okay. But I don't know. Depending on the detailing and stuff, like I love the uh, Storm Collectibles Mortal Kombat figures. So I don't know. Maybe I'll just put them next to a different couple Lobos I got. Just have like a little Lobo shelf. There was people. They're called Icon Heroes. Um, that's the company. They're putting out some stuff I'm kind of excited for because, like, NECA put out. They're they're releasing like a uh, Karate Kid, and it's gonna like him versus Johnny Lawrence, and it's in their fabric costumes and stuff. But I'm just not a fan of NECA and the way they do their fabric. It's almost like a amigo to me. So there's kind of the Icon Heroes is doing um. And they have no fabric, and they're purely articulated, and they're all plastic. But it's the Karate Kid versus, uh, what's his name I just said? So that, that was really cool. And then, uh, what else? Mezco's doing a few things that I'm excited for. Like, they're doing the movie Hellboy. Did you see that? Yeah. He looks so good. And they're doing a Keaton Batman. Super excited for that. And one thing that's cool that they're doing too, you know that Kong that I had, that I did the review of and I broke it? Yeah. They're releasing that in an 18-inch form. Yeah, I'm glad they're doing that bigger. I, oh, um, I thought Mezco, I thought that Lockjaw and Black Bolt looked real good, especially the Lockjaw. I thought he looked amazing. I know they've been talking yeah, about Lockjaw that. Yeah, looked really good. Yeah, so I thought that looked good. The Magneto looked okay. I don't, to me, the soft goods don't fit every toy and Right. So you know, it's it's. T- I think like I would have much rather seen him have like a plastic body and maybe a soft goods cape or something like that. I know people aren't a fan of mixed media, but I, I'm not sure like the outfit matches because it it looks see through almost. But um, Men's Call they did okay. I I, I it go back. So our listeners don't know we did a unbroadcasted podcast Friday where we we were just talking. And we went. One of the things we did was go over to Mezco, the little banner where they had all the figures hidden. And yeah, we were right on all of them. We were right on all of them. And I, I want to go to a bigger point. Do you think that the, in a time of social media and instant information, really fast, do you think is that t- companies need to switch up how they do these type of things? Because some of the allure, there's always going to be an allure of actually seeing it physically, but kind of who's dropping what is kind of already known for the most part. Like, do you do you think that's good or bad for the community? I don't understand the question. So I'm saying, like, do you think, like, like ten years ago, you don't know? Mesco just drops and you go crazy because you see what they because you just found out. Meanwhile, are you like is Toy Fair gotten too big? Is not so much right? has it gotten too big. Is it one of those things where like social media has it taken the allure away from Toy Fair because you already kind of know what company is dropping with, or you've heard rumors of this company dropping that? Where it's like, I mean, yeah, that's but that's the that's their I mean that's why their social marketing campaigns that's their deal you know that's what they do that's they hire people just to do that job right yeah but do you think I guess do you think that takes away the lore actual of Toy Fair or do you think just seeing the figures you in itself you don't have to follow them on social media um, no I I don't mind it like I like them dropping teasers it's you know it gets everyone amped up and excited you know and then when they do the reveals like. It's really cool, so I don't mind it at all. I have no issue. I, I like, you know, the more information I have, the, the merrier. Okay. That's the way I kind of look at it. That's fine. I was just curious because, like, we knew what Mezco was and dropping. Mezco still, Mezco still comes out of left field. 
when they drop exclusives sometimes. Like, they'll drop an exclusive on a random Wednesday. They do them on Wednesdays. But they'll drop it on a random Wednesday of a random figure that you're like, oh, my gosh, they didn't even announce that yet. Yeah. You know, and it just pops up like, yeah. yeah. Hmm. I was just curious because, like, we guessed all the figures that they were going to drop. We knew all the figures they, they were going to drop before Toy Fair. And it wasn't anything special we did. So that's what I was just curious about. Yeah, I, but they showed some cool stuff, though, still that wasn't on those. Like the Keaton Batman. Yeah. He wasn't part of that, was he? No, no, he wasn't part of it. Yeah, I mean, like the Hellboy stuff, but they showed off cool stuff. Yeah. You know, I was cool with it. And I'm like I said, I'll, so I got like two Castle Grayskulls for the Masters of the Universe Classics. I got two of two to three of everything. So I'm kind of, I'm really excited because now I'm going to bust them out and set them up. One of my Castle Grayskulls on once, I'm going to put up a little uh, shelf in my room so I can set up a, a, a Snake Mountain. And a Castle Grayskull opposite of each other and stuff, and start putting all those figures out. I have a lot of figures to open. Yeah, I'm excited though for them. So I have like a one. There, Mattel was doing a sale towards the end of their lifetime, and they were selling a combination. Maybe it was like a Black Friday or something like that. They were selling a combination of He-Man and Battle Cat. Uh, Thirty-five bucks. I bought five of them. So I have five, you know, this was set five He-Mans, five Battle Cats. Okay. I've given one away as a gift before. So I'm down to four. And I think that they go for like two to $300 now. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 Oh. So I'm excited. Yeah. I, I was excited to see some of the prices for some of the stuff. Because I just, you know, kind of set it and forget it, you know? Yeah. What else stood out to you for Toyota? Um, man, that's what I mean. Those are the things that I, I you know, kind of written down. That uh, oh, uh, the let's DC go multiverse. The new DC multiverse. It looks like they're trying. This is gonna be like the last year, or so it looks like there's a whole wave that they're doing. And I remember these figures. I'm not sure if they're superheroes or superpowers or what, but they're doing. I could have sworn it was like movie figures or something. But they're doing like a Batman, like a almost keep Batman all blacked out, yellow belt fabric. Um. Uh, cape and yellow, you know, Batman symbol, and then they're doing a, a Joker that's very cartoonish, a Poison Ivy that looks very uh, animated series. She looks perfect. They're re-releasing a Riddler that looks so dumb. He looks really good. Um, I never knew Riddler was that buff. And they're also doing a Robin in this wave. This wave looks like a retro wave. It looks really, really good. So I'm excited for the DC multiverse to show that off. Um, I don't know. This may be part of the multiversal. I don't know who does it. They had a great ghost from the animated series. They had Azrael um, when he was Batman. Um, who had, who did you see those reveals? Because I saw those reveals. I just forgot to tag you on. Uh uh-uh. yeah, but uh, yeah. They have a great ghost. They have an Azrael, and they have somebody else coming. And did you? Who I does? think it's a multiverse. I, I don't forgot if it was multiverse. It wasn't McFarlane. Cause McFarlane. We can talk about McFarlane too in a second. It wasn't McFarlane, but it, I want to say it was multiverse. Cause I, I I find an image and tag you in it. Okay. Offline, but they have some some good stuff. Whoever did animate animated stuff last year was that came out last year. They're doing more of those things. I I remember the Great Ghost specifically. It was a Great Ghost. They did an Asriel in kind of a. Um, that format in the animated style format when he played Black Batman, excuse me. They did somebody else, I forgot, but I tagged you in it. I thought that Man, I should have bought that damn figure, man. I'm so pissed off at myself right now. <laughs> what do you think about McFarlane and DC Partner? I hope it works well. Um from what I've seen, McFarlane's like their articulated stuff that they're doing with Fortnite looks really awesome. So if they're coming to like bring because they're no, McFarlane's known for sculpts like sculpts all day they're not known for articulation at all if they can marry up and have articulation in their figures I, I'm excited for that he said well I just watched the interview with him when he was talking about the DC property so he got DC they got Harry Potter those were like the two main properties I think they got um, Game of Thrones too but those were the two main properties he was talking about in this interview and he was saying he's going to try to do multiple versions of the same character so like one for like the kitty version one for kind of adult collectors and he's gonna try to pull 
you know, from different places. And he's going to do a third version that's kind of a more extreme collectible version that'll have the articulation, the more look. And he like, basically, Warner Brothers told him, hey, look, present us everything that, that you want to present us. We may not, we're not going to say yes to everything, but push the boundaries. It don't hurt to ask us. Throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I think that that gives hope to the DC line. It's just... On the outside looking in, it seems like they're woefully behind Marvel Legends right now. And I don't know how they get back into that game. And if he if he can get them back into that game. I could be wrong, but they just seem so far behind Marvel Legends. In totality. So I was gonna ask you, do you think he can help bring DC back in that in the toy part? Oh yeah, I think he does. And you know, I'm really excited to see I guess it'll be next year at next year's Toy Fair. Um Whoever has the new license, you know, they'll show off their stuff. So I read a interview in a thing on uh, like Toy Arc where someone said that they were at a Target when they bumped into a rep from. Gosh, what is the company that now is going to have it? I, it started with an S. I just forget the name of it. Or yeah, I can't remember the name off the top of my back. Anyways, that brand person was there looking at the toy setup to figure out how they could do and what they could do and looking at different stuff. And that person started asking him, like, hey, DC Multiverse, you know, what's going on with that? You know, a six-inch hyper, you know, or articulated line. And she said she couldn't say anything, but that they were going to bring something along those lines to the table. So I'm hopeful. I'm a, I'm a hoping that you know it turns out well and um, it's for the benefit because for the longest time it's been slacking with Mattel. That's, that's exactly, and while Hasbro, Marvel Legends has stepped up their game. I just think for me, like it, I think in today's world, one of the things that you know I'm not the super big nickel person. They just dealing properties I really don't care for. I don't care about as much. But like one of the things that in t- at least in my local targets. They have a presence. So, like, all the toys are on one side, and NECA has its own display on another side. And it does present like it's something more or whatever. I would think, like, if I was DC, I would go balls to the wall with this rebrand. I don't want to say rebranding. But if I was this new company, I would go balls to the wall with the DC line. I would, hey, shoot confetti and everything in the air saying, hey, check us out on this aisle or whatever. And have a real good presentation because... I think there's a market there for their stuff, right? Like, there's a DC market. I just don't think it's been, like you said, Matilda's been slacking so long. I just think that, I think that there's a space there. And if they do it right, they can really catch up. They can catch up to Marvel Legends and they can be really competitive in that field. That's my thoughts. I think so. I think, you know, like, way with technology is working now and 3D, you know, scanning and printing capabilities, you know, I... I, I have high hopes. I really do. It's hopefully they have a decent sculpting team. Hopefully they've done their homework, or hopefully they've hired someone that you know does their scope uh, sculpting well. And uh, we'll see. But I don't see. I don't see him coming out and destroying any lines. At least I don't hope. No, no, no. I'm, but I'm saying I think that. So for me, I think that like to your point, the technology is here for sculpts. They got the 3D printing, the 3D face scans. So like. The technology is here to make the figure. I think the difference between being a success and a failure is the marketing. Kind of the thing is not directly tied to making the toy. But hey, how can you sell the toy? How can the toy present? How can the brand present itself? It's like almost like when a restaurant comes under new management, how they do a whole bunch of pump and circumstance to get you to come back in the doors. I think they need to do that with DC. Because at least in my local places, DC is like on the back shelf or ducked off in the corner somewhere like you really have to be looking for them to be looking to find them whereas other brands especially um wwe marvel legend star wars they always have end caps they always have a hey look at us types of um presence so very true yeah so i would like to see dc do that type of stuff hey look at us type presence um also for me for toy fair i'm not surprised but just pleased to see how many like the movies and TV show properties again, like their own kind of representations, like Game of Thrones. I seen some. Um, I wish there was just some good sculpted Game of Thrones figures. McFarlane, we'll see what they do, but like the proportions on some of their figures just don't look right. Like the head on Jon Snow 
just doesn't look right on that figure. I don't know. I really hope like I hope something good comes of it. Yeah. I love Game of Thrones. That's my that's like one of my favorite shows. I like Game of Thrones. Who else? It was somebody who showed the Stranger Things. I didn't tag you in that. I didn't even know what the property was until somebody commented on it. Stranger Things has had some cool stuff, but the sculpts on the faces have just been horrible. I would love to. There's like a GameStop exclusive where uh, they're all in their Ghostbusters uniforms. Like that's dope. There was one where like. I just saw it at Walmart, and I'm not. Sure. It was exclusive. It was worth like forty bucks or something like that. Um, it was an exclusive of the uh, uh, what's the other side? What's it called? The underworld underside? Yeah. What's it called in Stranger Things? I thought it was the on the it, other side. Yeah, it was a version of the other side version of Will. You know, like in the package, he's upside down, upside in the upside down. He's upside down in the package, and he's all like got green and shit on. He looked dope, and I wanted to get into it, but just. It's either you know little lack of articulation or poor sculpting. Yeah. That's what bums me out. Yeah. So I was seeing what other properties I was seeing. I mean, we talked about the Super Seven property stuff. But I seen a lot of like just media properties, not necessarily like traditional you know fiction what we think of. I've seen a lot of them getting kind of their time in the sun, which I'm oh damn, which I'm glad about. Although, right. um, by the way, that He Man Battle Cat, uh-huh. excuse me, it sells for three twenty five. For those two. Yeah. That's craziness. That's 25 people watching. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, you need, are you going to sell them? I'm going to sell maybe a couple. Might have to. Yeah. Then, so let me ask you this. And, you know, this is kind of just asking a question. Why do you think nobody's tackled like some of the other properties like G.I. Joe? Hasbro's sitting on G.I. Joe, man. I don't know. They, I think they have plans for that, but I don't know, man. That's like one of their original IPs, you know, like just like Transformers and stuff. Like that's theirs. So yeah. I don't I don't know why they're not exploiting it, its market. I don't know. Maybe they want to get the Black Series figures down and figure it out. I don't – you know what I mean? Like I just, I just don't know because if – I've said it every time. If they came out with G.I. Joe figures, I don't have one Joe right now, and I'm a military veteran. If they were to come out with six inch Joes, I would probably go all in. See, yeah, so for me, so some of the missing things for me, GI Joe presence, obviously, like like you said, like it just seems like the only thing that I could think of is that they're going to tie it to some media that hasn't come out yet that they're in the works of. But like you would think that GI Joe would print money for that IP would print money for them because right. you know Transformers is they still Joe Con- they do Joe Con and stuff. Well, this year was the last year of Joe Kong because I actually followed right. um, Hooded Cobra Commander. And I think right. this was... I mean, so they have a following. I, it's just... why? So let's talk Transformers real quick and I'm going to tie it back into G.I. Joe. They're doing amazing stuff with Transformers Siege, right? So like Omega Supreme looked good at Toy Fair. Jetfire looked good. The Springer looked good. Actually, they look great, especially for what you're getting. So if you're going to invest in Transformers, especially with a G1 type style, you're clearly, you're clearly creating that brand for us, older collectors, not for kids. So if you're going to go down that rap, that path, why not have a G.I. Joe to tie with it? Because those two shows were always back-to-back tied to, not necessarily tied to each other, but in our minds. That was our show. You, we watched G.I. Joe and Transformers. Why invest so heavily in one brand when Transformers isn't even like their top ten, top ten selling brands, and not invest in another brand that could be top ten selling? Because I, I think that, like you said, all the work they've done with Star Star Wars Black Series, I think they could just apply that to GI Joe. That's what I think that they're they may be doing. You know, maybe they're figuring out and getting it dialed in, and then they'll do it. You know, I don't know. I wish I knew, man. I wish I, I, I know some guys that know some guys. That uh, are all Joe guys and stuff, and um, I'll ask him next time if he's heard anything. Yeah, cause, that, cause like the difference. So the Black Series, some of the stuff they trying to do now is make they have to go off a live person, right? For some of these things. So like for Kylo Ren, you want, you know, they're trying to make him look like Adam Driver for Carrie Fisher for, right. um, you know, what I'm saying. But like GI Joe is just you, you making them look like animation sales. So I, I, I would think that that part of it would have been figured out. Maybe not. I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, but it just seems like the part that's hard. The first bases you cross. Yeah, huh? And it's like one of the first things you 
cross, and one of the first things you knock out is make sure that you have good head sculpt or animated sculpt for those guys. Yeah, and it would seem like it's easier to do that than to do create a, a sculpt right. of a live person or whatever. So oh, it just seems like I, I just don't see the reason why they haven't dipped into that well. Um, one more thing for me that I haven't seen that I would like to see. Some of those, like, obscure cartoons I used to see as a kid, like, they may be too old. Oh, one thing I did see that I thought was cool as hell, somebody did a Flintstones, and I think it had a Flintstones place in it. That was actually cool as hell. It was a three and three quarter Flintstones with the house. It's Barney Rubble's house, Fred Flintstone house, and, like, the um the little Fred Flintstone mobile, the little car. That looked real cool. But I was going to say, I wonder why nobody's tackled like, some of those obscure cartoons like Thundar. Like um, Birdman, kind of the Galaxy Trio. Like even if they did those in three and three quarter, I would scoop those up in a second. I want that dog. I, I don't remember his name. Oh, he, he had like a, the green. He had like a green bandana. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. could stretch all out like yeah, yeah. Inspector Gadget. I wish yeah. someone would do. Oh, like, Dino Mutt. You talking about Dino Mutt and Blue Falcon? Yeah, like Dino yeah. So like Dino all those Dino. brands, like like. If you just did those three and three quarters or whatever, or, you know, definitely six inch, I would be in for it. But I would just, I wish somebody would grab, and those probably just have to be dirt cheap to do. But I would wish somebody would, like some. See, stalk- I don't mess with the three quarter inch figures because if they either it's the five point of articulations ones, which I, I don't like. I didn't like them as a kid. I don't like them now. <laughs> um, or they're like you know articulated, you know, GI Joe ish figures, but. They're too fragile and they break way too easily. And I've had this have this issue across a line of recent, more recent three and three quarters figure lines. So I, I won't mess with them anymore. If it goes from like the DC little three and three quarters figures they used to do for like in the first Injustice game and you know uh, Green Lantern and Blue Lantern and Red Lantern and they had those too. They had three and three quarter for Injustice too. Yeah, they had all those. Like yeah. I've had those issues with those. Marvel Universe, like it's just three and three quarters is just not a good line. Like I don't care for that scale. It's just not a good scale for me. It would be awesome if they were awesome figures because you could add so many more shelves and do so much more than six inch. But it's not. They're not that much better. Well, I can see the I, the reason I say that scale. Cause I can see. I would think it had to be like a startup company. Cause I can see any like mainline company investing in all those old properties. But I would like think it, the reaction or yeah, the reaction. Super Seven does their reaction line, where that's all they do. That's what the whole reaction line is. Is just those yeah. old ass figures like that. Yeah, but they have. It's just surprising none of them got to none of those properties. And I, I would just think those properties are dirt cheap. Hell, who even owns some of those things now? Like you said, the Blue Falcon, Dino Mutt, Thunder. Right. I think used to own those. Yeah, or, I don't know. Like, I think Hanna Barbera is probably the master license or something. I don't, you know, I don't even know. I'm just talking on what I think. No, no, but that's. I mean, that's part of the fun of it. So, like, I, I would assume those properties aren't as valuable, right? Like, and it would just, it would just be an extra money in pocket for something to just sitting there. So, like, I would think that that they would be dirt treat to license those. But I would love to see somebody tackle those. I mean, definitely six inch, but I would I would settle for a three and three quarter. I would just like representations of those. So, did you ever watch Ren and Stimpy growing up? Yep, I saw they had Ren and Stimpy um stuff. Man, those figures look good. They do. Like, I may have to get those. Who did that? I forgot what company did it. Was it it's Super Seven? Seven. Super Seven were killing it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, yeah, the Super Seven really impressed me. This toy show, I would say, like that's that's who or Toy Fair. That's who wins this Toy Fair. It would, it would be Super Seven. I completely agree. Because again, like we said. I, it's like everything I like, they were tied to. Yeah. So. Like, I'm really excited. I'm excited for this Toxic Avenger, especially in the Masters of the Universe body buck looking. Uh, the movie figures. Conan the Barbarian. And I'm not a big Conan the Barbarian fan, mind you. And I'm not like, oh my gosh, it's Conan. Like, I'm not. But I think it's really dope and I will support the line because I think it's a cool figure. Yeah, and that's what you do with. So that's a smart thing you do with figures like those, right? Like, that's probably a cheap property to license out, right? The movie's what right. thirty-five years old, forty years old. Make the figure, right? If, even if you just make Conan and um the villain, like that, I think that that lead sets you up for bigger and better things. And for a company like from a Super Seven, that just adds to the breadth of what you've done, right? So you know, 
go back to Nick. I'm not, again, I'm not as big a Nick a fan as everybody else. But I think it's smart that they licensed Friday 13th. I mean, the whole the horror movie scene. I think it's smart that they did that. I think it's smart that they got the turtle movie property. I think these are untapped things. So, like, at some point, people going to get tired of DC, Marvel, Star Wars. Like, the, the three or four or five brands we know. And I think branching out to those other brands is really smart. Yeah. I'm excited to see what those the Super Seven Ninja Turtles is. Yeah. Yeah. Really excited for that one. Yeah, but I think we both agree those were our winners for the week for the day. Any own company you were disappointed in? Um, no, no, can't really say. You know, um, I, I mean, I, I mean, okay, Bandai for re-releasing Voltron. <laughs> But that's just me being a hater or whatever, you know, because I got the first one and, you know, I, I don't, I'm not a fan of reissues. Yeah. Do you look at those you as cash grabs? Me. Do you look at reissues as cash grabs? Yeah, it's definitely a cash grab. Yeah. Yeah, and it takes away from the, the people that buy the product. Like, if I invest in your products, I, I, I want to see some type of you know, return on on my investment. Eventually, I'm not saying I'm buying it to sell tomorrow or whatever, but I I don't want to buy it for $350 and then 20 years from now, they're like, oh, it's worth $350. Like, I mean, at least I didn't lose out on money, I guess. I guess I would if due to inflation and everything. So, Um, yeah. So when it goes for $800 and then they re-release it, that does bum me out. (laughs) I mean, for me, Mateo. Yeah. Yeah, Mattel's just losing stuff, man. Yeah, I mean, so for me, it's more because I only collect Transformers and wrestling figures. I, I, I wish they did more wrestling figures. I, the scope of the breadth of wrestling figures is it's now they're just getting into doing the same people over and over and over and over. Oh, you are Ultimate Warrior with green paint. Oh, we got him with orange paint. Oh, I don't care. Just do one. I see you need more more than one Ultimate Warrior figures. Do three of him, and then let's move to something else. WWF owns all wrestling. Like, they can do some older stuff, better older stuff, not just the same people over and over and over again. And even the new people, they got a Jack Bryan, not a Daniel Bryan with blue tights. They got a Daniel Bryan with black tights in stores right now. So, like, I don't know. It's just, it seems like they're just doing the same 15 characters, 20 characters over and over and over again when they have way more. Like, Jeff Jarrett made the Hall of Fame this year. Give me a Jeff Jarrett. The Rock and Roll Express made the Hall of Fame two years ago. Give me a Rock and Roll Express. DX just made the Hall of Fame. It would be cool to have a China. Like, she has no good representation. I would love to see a China in the Elite Series. Hmm. Just. China was dope, yeah. I 100% agree. Yeah. It just seemed like they, for a company that makes toys, it seems like they don't care about making toys anymore. I know that sounds stupid, but. No. Get lazy. <laughs> Alright, so this will wrap up. Anything else you wanted to talk about? Anything else stood out to you? You know what, actually, now that I'm looking at stuff, Diamond Select Toys is releasing a cool few things. Uh, articulated uh, Bruce Lee. Okay. A John Wick. And they are doing some Westworld figures. Westworld's one of those other shows that I really like. Okay, I've never seen Westworld. So. It's cool. It's okay. dope. It's about the future. Uh, people go to this like theme park that is a wild, wild west theme park, and you can do anything. Okay, John Wick like, is another you know, property. They, the first thing that people usually do is stop at the like local um, uh, bar and they get drunk and then have uh, friendly time with uh, uh, robot women of the night. <laughs> I like how you say friendly time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, oh. so that's cool. It's a cool show. It's it's really. It's pretty dope. I mean, I have to get these. They look pretty decent. Yeah. Diamonds like toys isn't really. They used to be just statue people, so they've come a long way as far as actually doing articulated figures and stuff like that. They've come a long way. Yeah. So I'm saying I'm, that Bruce Lee, it's in the yellow suit, you know, so it looks really dope, and the articulation looks really good on it too. Yeah. And then there's one where he's just in, um, where he's shirtless and just has pants on, but it's, they're articulated. Looks good. Yeah. I'd, yeah. I'd be interested in the general week. Again, like, I'm all about new properties, especially with tours. And, like, I'm, I would love to see what they do with John Wick. 
I think that's the thing. The thing I think I'm most excited for to see that got me a toy for is Super Seven's Ninja Turtles. Okay. That's got to be yeah. I'm just excited because I love all the stuff they showed off. Like what what did they do with the turtles? Like <laughs> I just hope they don't let me down. I guess. I hope it's not no little five point articulation figures. That's all I can say is like I hope it's articulated figures. They're show, so like on the on the stuff they showed, like the movie stuff seemed to be five point articulation. But like when they showed the Transformers, that didn't seem to be five point articulation. And I saw somebody in the comments saying that um, the non movie stuff is going to have more points of articulation. So I don't know if the Turtles count as that or not. But they, somebody said that, and it. If you looked at the scopes, it looked like they did have more parts of articulation. So I don't know. I, I hope so too, because like you said, five points of articulation sucks or whatever. You know, what I'm saying that's such a. I can only see you collecting those for kind of either you really limited on space and you love a brand, or just for pure, pure, pure nostalgia, and you had that as a kid or whatever. Like I wouldn't even see why you would take those out of box. Very true. All right. Anything else you want to talk about? Um, no. I'm looking for an e-device, an e-bike, or something to ride for my um uh, for my birthday. Okay. So I've been looking up electric bikes and scooters and stuff. So, um, scooters are big here in Atlanta. Okay. Uh, do y'all have them in, in your area? Uh, I don't, I mean, maybe down in Cincinnati and stuff they do. I don't venture outside much of the house and we live kind of a ways from the, the, the city. Yeah. So Atlanta, so, it's a big industry. You pick them up, you leave them, you can take them home. They charge USB. Like, right. like basically you leave your credit, you insert your credit card, you take it and it's yours until you bring it back. So it's right, actually, it's actually a really big market. Um, I rode an e-bike before. The e-bike was fun to me. That was probably it was probably funner the e-bike than seeing the people on the scooters. Yeah, I just want to. I want something that'll take me far. I want to go long distance. So I found a, like a three wheeled scooter that's pretty cool um, that I'm considering. Okay. And I don't know. I, I mean, if it's just me, it's just me. I wouldn't mind like if I had a buddy, you know, that got one too. Because I want to use it for camping, like you know. Um, that you could put a little trailer on it or throw, you know, a good size backpack on stuff with stuff and go camping. Yeah. At least that's you know, my goal. At least what I'm thinking about. Yeah. I don't so. know. I don't know if you can do that with the scooter. Cause I do think they have like certain weight requirements or whatever. At least the one. Oh, this one is like rated for 350 pounds. It's okay. Not, there's an off-road version. And like the one I would get is the off-road version. Okay. And it says like the max uh, mileage is like 40 miles. I want a minimum of 50. I'm trying to get a minimum. <coughs> does it charge via USB or what does it, or does it run off gas or what? No, no, it's electric. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, it plugs in. Okay. It's called a cycle board. Um, but yeah, that's all. That's it. All right. I'll show you after the, I'll show you after we get off. Okay. All right. Thank you guys for listening again. We'll be back real soon. Again, I'm Darren. He is. Joe Horton. You can find me at DW underscore RTR on Instagram or DR two D A R E two seven two seven on YouTube. Where can they find you at? Uh Jow Horton on Instagram, Jow underscore Horton or uh Jow Horton the Toy Soldier on YouTube. Alright. Alright guys. Take care. Peace.